From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Kai Rizdahl. Time now for a little bit of Freakonomics Radio, that moment in the broadcast every couple of weeks where we talk to Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It is the hidden side of everything. Dubner, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm great. Thanks, Kai. I've been thinking about you, actually, lately. R- really? Um, yeah, I've I'm been touched. reminiscing. I was thinking about the, the very first radio piece that you and I did together back at Yankee Stadium. Oh, Yankee Stadium, Stadium yeah. Th- you, you remember? Let me, yes, let, me, let me take you back here, All right. Kai. Uh, so here we are, and this is great, and I'm having a good time, but the game doesn't start for like an hour and a half. Why are we at batting practice? <laughs> so you, you remember that, Kai, I yes? I do, yes. <laughs> you remember we were watching batting practice, and we saw A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, yeah. hitting all those massive oh, home man. runs into the bleachers? You Shocking yeah. now, huh? Yeah. Well, Kai, it's, it's funny you remember that, because, in fact, it did not happen. Whoa, we no, did I not was there. See, I was there. We did not see A-Rod. We were there. <laughs> we did not see A-Rod hit any home runs. But you did just beautifully illustrate the topic of our conversation today, which is false memory. Thank you very much for playing. Anytime. I'm glad to help. Please continue. <laughs> now, I got to thinking about this topic during all the roundup interviews that, that Hillary Clinton has been yeah. doing recently, yeah. re- reminiscing about, you know, she's had a very eventful term as Secretary of State. And I yep. was reminded of another Hillary Clinton reminiscence that turned out to be a bit off. Kai, I'm interested to know if you remember this piece okay. of tape. I remember landing under sniper fire. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be some <laughs> kind of a greeting ceremony at the airport, but instead we just ran with our heads down to get into the vehicles. Uh, to get to our base. Yeah, and the thing was, there was uh, there was no sniper fire, right? That's exactly right. Hillary Clinton later said that she misspoke or maybe misremembered. So to speak about misremembering, here is Elizabeth Loftus. Okay. What I love about this example is that it shows you that all that education, all that experience, all those IQ points, all, that Yale Law School degree, it doesn't protect you from having a false memory. So, Kai, Hmm. Loftus is a psych professor at UC Irvine. She's a a leading scholar in memory generally and false memory in particular. So recently, uh, she and a couple of colleagues, along with uh, Slate, the online magazine Slate, um, completed a study. And this study was huge, 5,000 participants. And they looked into how well we people generally remember political events, okay? So what they would do is the researchers would show people photographs of various political events, but the gimmick was that each participant would would see four photographs, three of them real, and then one that was doctored, okay? Hmm. So for instance, um, George Bush hanging out at his ranch with his buddy Roger Clemens during Hurricane Katrina, which did not happen. No. Or they'd see a picture of Barack Obama in a, in a nice friendly handshake with uh, President Ahmadinejad of Iran, <laughs> okay. which also never happened. Yep. But Kai, here's the amazing thing. About half the participants in this study said that they did remember wow. the thing that never happened. Okay, here's wow. uh, Elizabeth Loftus again. Many individuals wrote in details that expanded upon just the claim. I remember seeing this photograph. I remember seeing this photograph of President Obama shaking the hand of the president of Iran. And they may even tell you something about the feelings they remember having at the time they saw that photograph for the first time. But, of course, they couldn't have ever seen it before because it was completely made up with Photoshop. (laughs) That's crazy, man. It, it, it is crazy. 
honestly, it gets crazier. Uh, and the, the crazier part <laughs> okay. speaks to the crazier part speaks to how partisan we are, yeah. our country. And I'm not just talking about the politicians, but the rest of us, too. So what what Loftus and her colleagues did, they, they did a follow up study and they found that Democrats and Republicans remembered different fake events very differently, which huh. is to say. A Democratic voter was much more likely to think that the picture of Bush and Roger right, Clemens right, right. was real. And, and similarly, or, you know, conversely, a Republican was more likely to believe that Obama had really shaken hands with Ahmadinejad. And one wonders why Washington is in the state it is in, <laughs> right? It, it's um, it's. It's depressing. I mean, you, you could say that we do a lot of it on purpose, but you could also argue based on this that maybe a lot of it is just the way the way we're hardwired to root for our teams. I will tell you this. Yeah. The research also suggests that there may be a way to improve, however, this gridlock in Washington, as long as you're willing to engage in a little bit of trickery. What I'm thinking, Kai, is <laughs> Washington this. Washington never. How about this? All a right. nice doctored photograph. You and I could put this together of President Obama and House Speaker John Boehner oh, maybe totally shooting could. skeet together, I'm thinking. <laughs> we totally, or, uh, totally good. Or, or how about uh, the two of them at a ball game in Yankee Stadium, just like you and I just were like there. Just like you although, and me, you man. Know, the more I think about it, the less sure I am that you and I were actually ever at Yankee Stadium at all. I was all. there, God. dude. I was there. <laughs> Stephen Dubner, Freakonomics.com is the website. That was pretty cool. Thanks, Guy. Thanks for having me. Hey, podcast listeners. My Freakonomics friend and co-author Steve Levitt has studied crime for years, including gun control which is why he thinks most of the new gun legislation won't do much of anything. If your goal is to limit the amount of damage done by guns, then given the fact that guns are a durable good that will work for 50 or 100 years, you can't have policies that only affect new guns. If you have a stock of 300 million guns, it doesn't really matter what you do with the new guns if you don't do anything with the guns that are already out there. On the next Freakonomics Radio... How to Talk About Guns. 